This podcast is brought to you by Oh My Audiobooks, where the pleasure is all yours. This is Love Notes with Julie and Jonathan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to what we are calling the Virgin Voyage of Love Notes podcast with J.A. Huss and Jonathan McLean. I am Jonathan McLean. And I am J.A. Huss. And we are so glad that you have chosen to to listen in with us today. Um, this is going to be a little sort of sample uh, episode, um, just to give you an idea of who we are, what this is going to be all about, and what we hope to accomplish with it. Um, and then on the 25th of January, uh, the official first two episodes of this podcast will drop, where we will be in conversation with Kay Bromberg and Lauren Blakely, uh, respectively. Um, so with all of that said, uh, I guess we just kind of wanted to say hello, introduce ourselves, and tell you a little bit about us and, and what we're all about. Um, Julie, uh, the, I call her Julie. Uh, you, you may call her J.A. Huss in Uh <laughs> Do you want to, for, for anybody who doesn't already know about your extensive body of work and, and what you're all about, do you want to talk a little bit about how you came to this and what you're up to? Sure. I started publishing actually science fiction in 2012 and then very quickly moved into new adult romance in 2013 and then dark romance after that. And that's pretty much where I've stuck until... Jonathan and I got together this, this past year and um, did some romantic comedies. And so I, I have more than 60 books out. And if you've never read me or listened to me, because my audiobooks are awesome, um, if you like dark, twisted tales or even the funny tales, because Jonathan and I write those, um, you probably should pick it up. Um. Do you uh, do you want to talk a little bit about how I know that in the first episode on the 25th with with Kay Bromberg, we talk a little bit about how you got into this whole thing because you were in an anthology with her, which was one of your first real jumps into this world. But do you want to talk a little bit about how you started writing romance? Yes. So so I started writing romance because I was writing new adult science fiction and there was no market for it. And so I quickly realized that if I wanted to write new adult, which is not young adult, but not like regular adult fiction, it's really characters between the ages of 19 and maybe 24. And that's what I was writing at the time. I quickly realized that I had to write romance. And so I started doing that. And then I met um, a friend, a mutual friend of Christy Bromberg and I, which is C.D. Reese, and her and I got together and pulled together this anthology that we called Bend. And um, Christy joined it, and Shay Savage, and K.I. Lynn, um, Alessandra Torrey, and a couple other people. And it really um, kind of took off. Mostly it, it took off not because of this, because we sold a lot of copies before this happened, but it was banned on Amazon on day four. 
and um and there was a big uproar so it got a lot of scandal there was a scandal okay and um so but it was really big and that is pretty much launched my career because bend is the first time i made the usa today bestsellers list and so that has happened a lot of times since then but that was how many times have you been a usa today bestseller I think it's 21. If you count out all the books that have made it multiple times, I think it's 21. But I think there's actually 14 books that made it. And does that make you feel like that you are are the living representation of USA Today? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, you don't feel like, I know what the people want. I know what the USA Today citizens want. No, no. Okay, I was just curious. I don't think anybody knows that. Do you do, do I shit? I haven't. We, I, I haven't, I mean, I, I barely, they won't deliver the paper to my house. I don't know. You know, I, I can barely get anyone to even like give me a subscription. I am so far. No, I mean, I, it's so much a new thing to me still this world that, that I don't have a real clear handle on. Um, I don't think yet what quote unquote works and what doesn't. Although what I'm learning from working with you. And in a second, we should talk a little bit about how that happened. Uh, is that nobody really has their no. arms around it. You can't nobody predict knows. it. Nobody knows. If so. you could predict it, you would write the bestseller every time, right? Right. Right. Okay, Jonathan, now that I talked about me, now it's time to talk about you. So tell okay. the people what you do for real. Um, I keep it sexy. You keep it sexy. We know that. That's what I do. But like, uh, tell us more. Uh, I, uh, uh, I'm a cancer, uh, and I like long walks. I, uh, basically I've been acting, I've been acting professionally for almost 30 years. I started out in New York doing theater. Um, I did that for, uh, actually I started in Chicago doing theater and then I moved to New York to do theater and I did that for, uh, many, many years. And then, um, I, I, you know, sound like an asshole because people, you know, would probably, uh, kill for this, but I, and I'm not ungrateful. It just wasn't something I was planning to do. I wasn't ever planning to be in television and, and, and movies. It just sort of happened. Um, but that pulled me out to LA and while I was out in LA, uh, what I doing TV and being on TV shows and writing TV shows and writing movies and stuff, what I missed was that feeling that you get from doing a play. Um, and I, I've done some plays in Los Angeles, but there aren't as, as many opportunities as I, as I might like. And what I discovered is that I, if I narrated audiobooks, I got the same sort of, I don't know, the same sort of energetic excitement that I got from doing a play because it's, you know, you do a movie or you do a TV show you run these sprints, right? Like they say action and you run a sprint and then they say cut and then you stop. Uh, a play, you know, you get on stage and you go until it's done. An yeah. audio book is that times 20, right? So, and you also get the both responsibility and the pleasure of telling the whole story. You know, when you're narrating an audio book, you get the, the, you are being trusted to deliver this whole thing, the, the characters and the narration and all of it. And, that became something that I really got off on doing. And so I, I, I turned that into a whole second career. And then accidentally out of that, 
you and I started doing this thing and now I have an entire third career uh, that's come about as a result of it. So that's, that's sort of my, that's my background and, and my story. Do you want to talk a little, because I like it when you tell the story about how we met. Do you want to tell everyone who doesn't already know this story, how we came to be, how this dude and this lady came to write uh, romance novels together? Okay, I will tell the story. So I was listening to a book called Illuminae by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. And it's a young adult science fiction, but it was really It was kind of a unique format, I guess, because it's almost like a graphic novel inside. Um, So I didn't read the book. I I listened to the audiobook. It should be noted, you're a big audiobook listener. That's like your preferred way of, yeah. 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 So I didn't get the book until much later after I read the audiobook. I mean, after I listened to the audiobook. And um, so you, Jonathan McLean, were one of the major characters. You were the voice of Ezra. And um, I just loved that audiobook. It's still probably one of my favorites of all time. And I um, and so I asked my publisher, Podium Publishing, um, could they find this Jonathan McLean guy and ask him if he would narrate books for me? And um, I was really expecting a no because he's like, because you're like legit, right? You're like a legit voice. Well- well, I, I mean, it's quick, so a quick segue here, a quick digression. I mean, I don't know what that means, legit. I mean, I... I well, I was if, looking through your catalog, and you had one dirty book, right? And, I, and you said that you didn't realize it was so dirty, right? Dirty book. At the time that you heard me narrating an audiobook, I hadn't done a ton of... Uh, of romance or erotica. No, that's true. So, uh, I remember though, that I responded to the audiobook publisher saying, uh, they said, would you be interested in doing this? It's a little bit, you know, uh, erotic, but, <laughs> but, but she writes, but I remember it vividly. It said, but, but Jay has writes complicated, nuanced characters who aren't all good and aren't all bad. And it's really dimensional and da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. You guys pay, right? <laughs> And they were like, yeah, we pay. I was like, great, I'm in. <laughs> that, was, I'm in. That, was my, that was my criteria. So, so sorry. So that's, so that's sort of like leading up to where you found me. And then the next part, I think, is the unexpected part. Um, when you emailed me. That, when, we, that when, we, when we connected, yeah, when we connected in yeah, the real world. We connected world. on Twitter right when the first, when Mr. Romantic and Wasted Less came out. I... I followed you, I think. And then you sent me a meet because I was going to say, hey, thanks a lot. The book is out. But then I remembered you're using a pseudonym. So I didn't do that. I was like, oh, no, you can't do that. So I just followed you. And then you must have noticed and you sent me a message and you're like, hey, I saw you followed me. And then I don't know. We chatted, you know, it was nothing for months, right? A couple of times back and forth. And then there was an opportunity to narrate a more substantial book of yours. Yeah, The Company. So you narrated The Company, and that's when you messaged me and said, can I have your email, I think. And we started emailing. That is correct. And and then you were like, I think we should turn this into a TV series. (laughs) Right. So if you don't already know, if you're not aware that that's uh, how Julie and I came to partner up together, that is what happened. The Company is um, a is a compendium 
of three books that had been released independently previously that she compiled together and re-released in this huge 700-page tome. And we had gotten on so well, and I had such a good time working with her books before that she asked me to do the company. And the company is part of a huge world um, that encompasses roughly 13 books. Um, It's not a continuing story, but there are these characters that exist in this world. And across 13 different books, it tells this sort of patchwork story. It's this pastiche of of a narrative that comes together that I was kind of blown away by because I've now narrated since starting with you. I've actually now narrated something like 40 or 50 uh, romance novels, erotica and so forth. And what you were writing didn't look like anything that I had encountered before. And so I said to Julie, uh, thanks again for asking me to narrate your books. This last thing, the company, have you ever thought about turning that into a TV series? Because it seems tailor-made for it. And she was like, that seems like it would be fun. I live uh, on this ranch out in the middle of nowhere, and I don't know how you do that. And I was like, well, I do. And so I had some contacts and some relationships that I uh, that I took advantage of, and one of them um, was it. Uh, MGM television, um, specifically the executive producer of The Handmaid's Tale is the executive there who's a friend of mine. And I said to her, I have this thing I want to try and do. And uh, I brought the books to her. And after a really long, I mean, television takes forever to get done. After a really long negotiation process, they were like, MGM said, yeah, we definitely want to do this with you guys. And so Julie and I set about the process of creating uh, the TV version of her uh, books. And as we speak in this moment, uh, that is still an ongoing process. So we don't actually have sort of the the ba-dump-bump finish line uh, version of what (laughs) happened there. We don't yet, but we're still in the middle of of seeing what's going to happen there. But I guess I keep saying unexpected because to me, the most unexpected thing that happened was the email that you sent me after we had created the TV series. And the email basically just said, do you want, I really enjoyed working with you. I like the way you write. Uh, it was fun. I like collaborating. I didn't think I'd like collaborating because you have said famously to the people who know you, you would never work with anybody. Um, you're a solo act, but for whatever reason, it synced up and you said, do you want to write Uh, romance novels with me. And I had never even considered the possibility of doing something like that. I had no idea that you were going to ask. And then in the spirit of, uh, of Seinfeld, there was an old Seinfeld routine where they'd go, this started to happen. And then they'd say, yada, yada, yada. And then you get to some punchline, right. That you don't expect. So Julie says, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. A year and a half later, we've written seven (laughs) books. So that's sort of how we came to be writing partners and now our writing partnership encompasses basically everything i mean we write tv shows together we're talking about writing movies together we've written seven books together we have five more books planned for 2019 um and i still narrate the male parts of the books that we write together um so it's this completely in sort of weird unexpected you know, every day we're in each other's business, collaborative partnership. And as we were talking, and it's also, you know, we've actually, it's funny, we we see each other a lot because we'll Skype or we'll FaceTime or whatever, but we've actually been physically only in the, in the same place together only, what, like four times? 
Yeah, not very many. You know, so Julie lives we're off in the middle of nowhere, and I live in LA, and um, and uh, and so we don't actually have a chance to work together in person, but we are constantly in contact. And I think what caused us—that's sort of our backstory. And I guess what caused us. Tell me if this sounds right to you, Julie. But the reason that this podcast seemed like an awesome idea was because of exactly what I just said, because we're not together all the time. The way that we communicate is on the phone or on FaceTime and we'll do Facebook lives and that kind of thing. And out of that, we discovered that people really, for whatever reason, seem to enjoy the dumb shit we say to each other (laughs) because we are, as Julie has said, we are so different in so many ways, but in the ways that really matter, we are very much the same, uh, which I love. And, um, and we also then realized that this world of romance, especially independently published romance, is so incredibly um, connected. And there's so many interesting stories to tell. And I kind of am assuming the role of the person who is the outsider who doesn't know. So I was also very curious to hear stories and find out how other people do things and both as a learning tool and just because I'm curious about it. And so we started chatting and said, why don't we see if we can get other romance writers to come on and have conversations with us about this world that yeah. is so exciting and that people are so into, but that if you're not a part of the world, you don't really know that much about. And Yeah, it's like this little secret world, really. I mean, if you're a romance reader, um, chances are you know this exists. But if you're not, yeah, it's just a totally foreign world. And and romance authors are sort of, I think there's a, a cloak of mystery around. And it's funny, now I have to start saying us, right? Although I am the least mysterious motherfucker you'll ever meet. Like I I am an open book. But, you know, with but truly with pen names and pseudonyms. And there is this sort of, uh, I've seen with you, especially with the readers responding to you engaging with them personally, sometimes they'll get really flustered and excited and like, oh my God, I can't believe that you actually responded to my email or my, you know, private message or whatever. And so I think there's sort of this demystification that we also wanted to get into with this and just let everybody hear their favorite authors talking about how they work, what they like, because a lot of them are fans too, is the thing that I'm discovering. Yeah. 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 Um, and so that is essentially what this podcast is going to be. We have a website. We have a website that you should go to where all of these podcasts will also be, uh, stored. Um, and Julie has actually set that up for us. Julie, what is that pod, uh, that website called? It's www.lovenotespodcast.com. Um, and there you can, we will have a message board forums. You can interact with other listeners. You can ask us questions, uh, that we will happy, happily answer. Um, and just stay up to date on what's going on with the podcast. You can also find us at our website, www.hussmclain. That's H U S S M C C L A I N. Dot com, which when you spell it out like that feels like a really complicated wordy thing, but it's not, it's just how <laughs> um, And, uh, and if anyone, uh, would like to, who's not already 
uh, a member of the Facebook reader group, uh, you should go check that out. It's an invitation uh, only kind of a deal. You can request to become a member and it's a closed group and we will let you in and you can hang out with the other almost 13,000 people in there who talk a lot of shit. Um, and where, where, where can they find that, Julie? Um, it's Facebook Shrike Bikes, S-H-R-I-K-E Bikes. There'll be, and there'll be a link for the fan group on the Love Notes podcast website. Um, and so that is basically it. So I thought that maybe, uh, what we should do to sign off, we've actually already gotten a bunch of questions, um, from, uh, readers, uh, and, and now listeners who, uh, have thrown some out to us. I thought it would be nice to sign off with one that, um, that, that I, that I, I really, really like here. Um, Bobby, who is uh, one of the readers and listeners and enthusiasts of things Huss McLean related, uh, wants to know what we think that each of us bring to the writing individually that wasn't there before. That wasn't there before. That's a good twist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I definitely think the way we bounce ideas off each other, like I think we get, we can plot a story really fast together, bouncing ideas off each other. Don't you think? A hundred percent. Because I know it would take me weeks and weeks of just thinking and trying to write and coming up with different ideas. Whereas one conversation between us and we usually, we usually get something really fast. Don't you think? Yeah. I, I, I've said this a lot. Your mind works in the most sort of creatively fertile way that I've ever seen a brain work. Truly. I, I, I know lots of very successful writers. I don't know anyone whose imagination works like yours. And I've also said this about myself. I don't have that open field of imagination, but I do feel fairly surgical when I write. I know how to fine tune things. I know how to tell a story. I know how to dial in and, and craft things. And so between the two of us, you've got these huge ideas. And then I'll feel like what happens in the conversations is I can find the like two or three parts of that big idea that we should dial in on. And then usually you agree with that. And then we start drilling down and that's how we go from the big thing to the small thing that makes it onto the page. I think as fast as we do. And, and the really standout one is the one, the book we're working on now, but is completed um, the square because we had that conversation. Like we came up with that so fast, right? Mm hmm. And it was because you had an idea and I heard your idea and then I had an idea. And it's like, so I think that's what this collaboration has that I definitely didn't have in a solo career because I didn't have anybody to bounce that off of. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, it, and it's not as easy as one might think to find a partner that can actually hear your things and make them better. And I think that the best part about what we have been able to pull off and, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but is that we don't really seem to do things laterally. Like all of the ideas make the other ideas better. We build vertically rather than just sort of, you know, changing one fine thing for another thing. And I'm the first one to admit that my ideas aren't all gold. Um, 
So having someone who can find the the rough hewn part of the idea and polish it into something gold, which is what you bring um, for me, is super, super satisfying. And also it's just more fun not to work in a, a vortex, I think. You know, I think it's just more exciting. And I think the work shows the energy. And that may sound like totally woo-woo and ethereal, but I really do think that the work that we create together shows an energy that comes from two people crashing into each other and sharing ideas. So that for me is what it's all about. Yeah, I I agree. I just, I think we both just bring something that's a little bit similar, but a little bit different. And it's just the right amount of each that it's synergy. Yep. We said this and <clears throat> this was written in one of the first books we wrote. In, my, in fact, the first book we wrote, uh, when people talk about chemistry with another person and what's written in that book is, it's not chemistry, of course, it's alchemy because chemistry is science and finding someone who matches you and fits with you and you can stand being around, that's magic. And that's what alchemy is. And, uh, and I think that's what we, what we found. Thank you so much for finding us and uh, for tuning in. And um, we hope that you will keep coming back. Uh, January 25th, we will have two episodes back to back. We'll be in conversation with Kay Bromberg and Lauren Blakely. And then after that, we will be releasing a new episode every two weeks. That's every other Friday, where we will be talking with people like um, Jennifer L. Armentrout, uh, Julia Kent, Trisha Wolf, Pam Godwin, many others. So uh, if you found this entertaining, informative, inspirational, uh, please hit subscribe. We would love to have you as a regular listener. And um, we look forward to you tuning in again soon. And please remember, we, we love you just the way you are. <laughs>